Welcome to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. I'm Brian Lee, and I never have time to be on this show, so at least I'm doing the intro. This is the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. I'm your hello again hostess, Linda Bruno, with JJ Wilson. Hello, JJ Wilson. So you're a Twinkie. I'm a hostess Twinkie. Oh, I remember Twinkies. You know, I was looking at Pinterest the other day because I like to bake, and there's a Twinkie cake that I want to try and make. Oh. That all rhymed. Bake, it, cake, a, make. Twinkie and Twinkie. <laughs> you know what Twinkie rhymes with? Dinky? Winky. And stinky. <laughs> Okay, let's just do rhymes today. <laughs> it's one of there those was days. a lady from Boston, Mass., who stood in water up to her knees. <laughs> I'll tell you the rest of the story when the tide comes in. Okay. <laughs> All right, so welcome back. This is the VoiceOver welcome Gurus podcast. Welcome back to the voiceover.guru. We, we, we keep it real, like as you can tell by our intro. Although, I'm going to, the fancy intro should have started this podcast. So Oh, I loved it. It was great, right? <laughs> I haven't heard it, but it's really good, I'm sure. So how I'm, are you, I'm JJ? Sure. I'm 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 COVID free. Uh congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, gonna stay stay that way. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. to hear that. Us Just as well, been, uh, thank doing God. Some VOs and a little woodworking and uh and uh, uh my wife is out of town. We just had a uh uh, yesterday at 11.15 a.m., Noah Joseph Casanova was born. Oh, congratulations. The first boy, first grandchild boy on Janine's side, her oldest son. Nice. That's their second child, and he's happy and healthy, and they're coming home in about an hour to their house in Columbus. Very Ohio. nice. Very so nice. So Janine's up there watching the four-year-old mm-hmm. and working and uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. So there was something you wanted to talk about, right, as far as uh, handling, you know, with sessions, moods, or what was it? Yeah, I just, I... Did something happen? Like, is that what made you think of it? A a little. I I don't want to, you know, because the, and, well, I really, (laughs) um, but I was working, and then I just... (laughs) I got the feeling that it wasn't being taken seriously. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, it was a little thing that I was doing with somebody, you know, online. You're being very vague. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. There was something you were doing online, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just, I just kind of got the feeling that it was... Uh, not serious enough. Mm. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm certainly not Mr. Serious, but when I'm in a session... Yes. Or I'm doing an audition for people and they're on the horn, or if I'm taking a lesson from somebody yes. or a workout from somebody, um, I don't make it seem like, eh, you know? Like you're... You can't do that. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to be very vague. Well, attitude is everything. Attitude is is so much because soon as I started to feel that, or a producer or anything else, they're going to go, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm paying you for this." Right. Right. You know. Um, and they don't want to know, 
if uh, if you're sick or or anything no. else. No. Um, it's just that's showbiz. Is is something that uh, you know you really have to live by if you want to do this business full time. Yes. You really can't miss, and you really can't ever let anybody know that anything is wrong, even if your mother's died that morning. You have to um, hide your weaknesses. Yes. You know, yes. <laughs> not that you're dealing with a mortal enemy, <laughs> but the client needs to constantly view you <laughs> as if you are at your best when you are with them. That's right. And that's all and they, they care about. And that they can count on you no matter what time of day. Right. I once had a producer that I worked with for many years. She called at like 8.30 at night and said, oh, my God, we got an emergency. Da, 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 and I did it and sent it. And she said, that's what I love about working with you. Whether it's 9 o'clock in the morning or 8 o'clock at night, your energy level and your enthusiasm and your professionalism are exactly the same. Yeah. No matter when, mm-hmm. you're, when you're on, you're on. Right. And, uh, you know, having had to do, it was nine days after my open heart surgery, I got 160s to record. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't even get off the couch. <laughs> Janine brought me up in a wheelbarrow to the studio, and she said, sit down. And I went, I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> And I really, I mean, I, it, it really hurt. It really yeah. hurt. So I just started with three. The next day I did five. Then I did ten. And by the end of the week, they were done. Right. And everybody knew that had happened to me. And he said, I cannot believe you got these done. Right. And I went, well, I, you know, this is how I make my living. And if mm-hmm. I don't do it, I'm not going to get money. Well, back, that's, yeah. Which yeah. you were also kind of touching on that whole um attitude that sometimes people have about themselves where they beat themselves up too much and you're trying to work with them but they're too tough on themselves so they're constantly like doubting yes which gets in the way of the of us getting our points across right but i i it, i have been on the receiving end of that i it happened a long time ago i learned my lesson i went in for an audition and i'm with this like huge casting director and i'm sitting there going oh no 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 i didn't like that take let me try that again and she got really pissed off and Did she, she? W- yeah and she says if you hadn't started talking at the end of that it would have been perfect and she yeah. was oh she was so pissed and i got, i felt very <laughs> embarrassed cuz like oh my god and she's like stop just do another one and at that point i was like oh wow i i yeah. need to stop self critiquing and judging and let the casting director agent client coach be the guide absolutely absolutely it's a law i live by Never stop. Even if you make a mistake, keep going. Mm-hmm. Because they could be loving it. Even if you do something like you just said, like, oh, my God, that sounds terrible. Yeah. They're loving the crap out of it. Yeah. So whatever you do when you're working with somebody, do not stop. Right. And go, oh, God, I'm sorry I made a mistake. No, no, no. Just, punt, you know, right. get a clean open and keep going. Right. And make sure there's not more than a second or two between the mistake and where you keep going. Because as I, you know, as we, we both know that it. You never know which take they're going to like. Also, commit. You know, if you've decided, all right, I'm going to go into this spot, commit to the end. Stay consistent and commit. Don't stop. It's the same concept. But you've got to commit if it's a character key. We've given you a character key. 
go all in and just commit yep. all the way to the end. We're not sitting there listening to you going, oh, my God, you sound terrible. Instead, we're like entertained no. because you committed. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I never, ever feel that way ab- about reads that, that we have on during the classes and the workouts. I'm always, when it starts to get better, I actually get excited. I'm going, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. And I think probably they can hear me because I say it out loud. <laughs> And I shouldn't, but I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, once you once you give them a whole bunch of direction, and sometimes I tend to give a, a lot in one one fell swoop. But when they can follow it all and really nail the read on the next one, I'm 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 excited about it. I right. mean, it's good. It's mm-hmm. good. You know, you got it. It's, it's cool. But, but that uh, that level of confidence that you have to maintain when you book a job, when you audition for a job, I don't care if you are feeling like you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I'm the biggest loser on the planet. This is why we're actors. You need to act right. <laughs> like you are feeling fantastic. I've had yes. a cold on and off for the last 10 days. Not I like clients know you complaining know. about it right. over and over and over again. <laughs> but the big difference, I'm not complaining to my clients. Right, exactly. <laughs> they don't know. Can you hang on? i got to call all your clients. Yeah, this is JJ. Yeah, Linda. She's been working with a cold. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, go, that also goes for, um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, medication. Medication. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I need more. Med- what were you talking about before we talked about this? Uh, confidence levels. Confidence um, levels. Just now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, medication. Um, um, com- you you no wake clue. up in the morning, you don't feel well, doesn't matter. You need to, if you think you're a big loser, don't stop in the middle of a read. Don't stop in the middle of an audition. Right. Okay. Yes. Which brings me to my point, um, you know, and, and if you can do the session and sound pretty good, you know, if you've got a really hoarse voice or something like that, but you think you can get by and it's a client you know, then give it a shot. And yep. don't don't say anything. You know, you might have to. They'll go, wait a minute, what's wrong with your voice? Well, I got a little bit of a cold, but I think I can talk over yeah. it and make it work for you. Um, but don't draw attention if, to it. <laughs> yeah. It, but if you say, no, I can't, and you don't, you haven't tried, then you never know what you're going to lose. True. And I mean... You know, geez, a couple of times I've been in situations like that where I I booked a thing and I'm still doing it nine years later. <laughs> right. And I just look back and go, God, suppose I'd said no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start adding up all this stuff. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I did that while I was sick. I did. I actually did go to the hospital once when I got done. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was so dehydrated from having 103 fever for three days that I got done with a, this this new account. And it was a couple hours long, and I just, my heart went out of rhythm, and it was just like, okay, you're done. So, but, you know, and I'm still doing that account today, so I'm really glad I said yes. So, it's just important to have the right attitude with, well, it's just like any job. You don't want to go in and go, hey, good morning to your boss, you know, Mm -hmm. hi, Um, you know. Then you like, I think, was it last year or whatever, we were doing an online coaching workout, and you didn't tell me that you had like a fever. Of like a hundred degrees or something, and you did it regardless. Oh yeah, yeah. I just yeah. Because you were like, I don't want to cancel on everybody. (laughs) Yeah, but that's this, you know, because I this is what I love and this is what I do, and you got to do it. You committed. I don't want to let the people down. You know, they look forward to other classes and the workouts, and 
frankly, so do I. Yeah. <coughs> yeah we have great. a lot of fun. But you we know, had a whole new group last Wednesday. Yeah, we did. It pretty was much. really cool. And mm-hmm. I think the response was overwhelming. <laughs> it was good. I want you to hear the H in whelming. Whelming. <laughs> but uh, I, I think actually that people sometimes in our classes, when they get done, are surprised. Yeah. At just how non-invasive we are, <laughs> but we still get our point across, and they really learn a lot. At the end, they go, wow, that was really fun, and I really learned a lot. The other aspect, too, that we get comments on is the level of support that everybody gives each other right. for the reads. I mean, people will applaud you, you know, yes. if you did something great or took the coaching right, and everybody is completely supportive, and it's very cohesive. The last workout was extremely cohesive with a lot of great personalities. Yes, many different ones, and and it brings me back again to, you know, a couple of them read the same script, and it was, you know, I I loved, we finally got the first person to get to the script where I loved it, and then a second one wanted to read it, and I always go, oh, God, how are we going to top that? (laughs) And then it's a completely different read, which was even better than the one before it, and you go, oh, that's cool, I like that way. Yeah, So it's it's really, I really do learn from these. Yeah. I really, really do. They're great. So it's fun. It's fun. But that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. That's that's just what I wanted to say. So it's a, it's and, a general uh, confidence level that you need to exude to everyone in the business because, you know what, there's Linda, just too much competition. Linda, I don't think you can say exude on the radio. Exude. So, no. <laughs> or in a podcast. <laughs> oh, on a podcast. Uh, yes. Okay, then you can get away with um, it. But, you know, there's just too much competition of too many people that are vying for jobs, that if you get labeled as the person who's the whiner (laughs) or the complainer or the down on themselves all the time, forget it. You won't get hired again. Yeah. Remember the days when it was just me and you and Daryl and Dave and Connie and we were doing every spot that there ever was? Well, you you guys were. I was too young at that point. (laughs) That's true. I hadn't really started my... I wanted to ask you a question. At what point, because I know you started very young, though, At what was there a point in your career when you suddenly went, whoa, I've really made it as a voice actor? Was it a particular yes. job or? Yes, it was uh, probably about four or five months after, because I had been working at a couple of radio stations. They were all combined. And I was doing production for three years, and I wrote and produced and voiced and, you know, did all the production for three years for three stations. And I figured I did over 3,000 spots. Wow. And that was my practice, I guess. And uh, that's when I started to book jobs at studios. Somebody would say, hey, uh, I really like what you did for, you know, that radio station. Uh, Can you come here and do me a version for TV? And I went, well, sure. And so I asked my boss, I said, do you mind if I, you know, I'll be back in an hour. And he said, no, go ahead. About four or five months later, it got to the point where I was just, I, I just, all of a sudden, I guess, word spread because it really was a different world back then. Yeah. You know, Connie would say something and, you know, the, the guy at the studio, there's only five studios there that we worked at. It was a tight, and close And one word of mouth traveled. And one day I got a call from uh, Scott Pringle, who is my, he's just a most wonderful man and a tremendous um, production guy, just just tremendous. But he called me one day and he said, yeah, can you come down real quick? And I went, I lived in Lauderdale. This was on Miami Beach. And I said, yeah, sure. I said, what's going on? He said, um, yeah, I think they want you to be the voice of uh, Pizza Hut. 
And I went, what? <laughs> she said, yeah, the, the guy they got now, they just, mm. So I went down and did that, and I just, I walked out of there like, holy crap, did I just make a lot of money. And by the time I got home, Scott called again and said, can you come back down? The guy who's doing Ford is pissing everybody off, <laughs> and they want you to do Ford. In one day, I, I, I got $100,000 worth of accounts. Wow. <laughs> and that was in 1989. Wow. Um, and I said to myself, yep, I'm doing okay. And then I got the star newspaper, reach for a star. I don't know if you remember those, No. but th those were nationals and it was just, but like I say, it was a different world then. That was, there was that's... only eight people to call and if they were busy, they called me or vice versa. So what do you think is the least amount of work you've done for the most amount of money? Uh, oh, probably the, um, probably the... Well, there was a, a a bank tag. I did a bank spot with Sophia. No, it was something in uh, Williams Island. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And Sophia Loren was the, the, the main voice of the read. She came in with her entourage. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I had to say, I don't know, four or five words. I don't know what it was. Call now. Williamson Island, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but she did one read, and you know everybody's like, "Oh wow, you're that amazing, was fantastic!" <laughs> I did mine, I think, twenty-seven times, and when I finally got done, I went, "What? No applause?" <laughs> <laughs> Sophia Loren looked at me and went like this. Oh, that was very nice. Yes. Uh -oh. But that ran, I think, for four years, and I got a check for you know I don't know how much every quarter. Well. And then there was the uh, the Wagner uh, uh, spots that I did f now four years ago. And it was four quick spots, just the last 15 seconds of copy, funniest spots I've ever done. I did four of them. They all applauded when I got done. And I just, every year, they renew. Oh, that's and so sweet. It's just, you know, I've... So that's, that's definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, back in the day when my father was working, when he when there were still a lot of Class A spots, you know, he would go in and read a Campbell's Soup and go, mmm, good. And Christ, it paid for our house in New York, in uh, in Westchester County <laughs> yeah. back then. It was, and, and Connie would talk about that. You know, she said, yeah. wow, just got a check because I sang the jingle and did the voiceover in the same spot. And mm. I went, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting but stuff it's, like it's, that right now is like winning the lottery. Yeah, it's, you, really you got to live in the one of the big uh, the big three or four, and you really have to have a big agent. And I'm I'm just as happy being the I, I consider myself the middle guy. Mm -hmm. You know, we 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 do our thing. We're we're not we're sort of well known, but not so well known that we get burnt out. Right. Um, I and think we're comfortable, and and I love it. I think for me, when I moved to New York. You know, it was a struggle, obviously. A lot of yes. auditioning, a lot of booking a great job and then not booking for many months. Yeah. And the yeah. reality, always living in that fear of, oh, my God, I'm never going to work again. Yeah, but um, when <laughs> Why I... Why do you think I take medication <laughs> right now? <laughs> so you get this great job and then you lose it. And, and I mm -hmm. was getting used to that. And then during that time, I wound up becoming the voice of the Learning Channel, TLC. Mm -hmm. So... I'm voicing for them going into a studio in Midtown, <clears throat> and I remember walking into the studio, and who's walking out but um, James Earl Jones. Ah. And I look at him, and I think to myself, I feel like I've accomplished 
Yeah. Whatever it is, I am about to work in the same studio that he just worked in doing voiceovers. And that was yes. one of my moments where I was like, yeah. wow, I feel yeah. um, like yeah. I've, I've succeeded in some way, shape or form for what I, I want to do. I can't think of his name, but he's the greatest narrator of all time. I think he did. Uh, he was also a friend of Scott Pringle's and my father's. But he was just. And then, uh, not crime stories, but the stuff on PBS he did for years and years and years and years. Peter Thomas. <coughs> Peter Thomas. Yes. Very good. Yes. I went to my third audition after I went up to New York for a while just to try the circuit. And um, I was sitting in the, in the waiting room, and there was a gentleman across from me. And um, he said, uh, who are you? I haven't seen your face before. And I went... Oh, my God. Wait a minute. I didn't know that voice. I said, well, my name is J.J. Wilson. I was 27, whatever. (laughs) And he said, oh, my God, I'm friends with your dad. We used to ride the train together. And I'm going, okay, who are you? He said, I'm Peter Thomas. And I I went, oh. And I stood up and I handed him my copy and I left. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what you do with Peter Thomas. (laughs) Yes. So I came back in and he laughed and he said, boy, you're just like your father, aren't you? And I went, yes. But I, you know, I told him how much I admired his work and... And, that, and that's when I knew, really, I was going, hey, look who I'm sitting with here. Right. I don't have a prayer of booking this, <laughs> but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he was really nice. I met him when he oh, lived in Naples. Oh, what a wonderful man. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful man. He introduced me to one of his agents who promptly said, yeah, you're not good enough for the agency, but thanks for submitting. <laughs> so oh, that's nice. I, yeah, was I love that when they say that. <laughs> we already have a voice that sounds just like you. Now right. You know. <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> but if I were to calculate, like, number, amount of time to spend on a voiceover with the revenue, and this was back again with re- residuals, just like you're talking yes, about. Yes, and union time. Right. Yeah. I probably spent 30 minutes in a session for a national gum, and I made, like, $46,000. Yes. And it's, like, 30 minutes, forty-six grand. Where the hell is that now? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I why can't we have those jobs now? Come <laughs> Now flying. it's 56 takes of a 60, and then they say, can we do one more now that you're warmed up for 200 bucks? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the these are the moments. Are gone. I, these are the moments, and it's still fun, and it's still possible to make some very nice money doing this. But what's crazy and is that you can have these amazing peaks. You know, you're working yes. in the same studio as somebody really famous and accomplished, and then you go on a dry spell, and you're like, I'm the biggest loser that ever walked the earth. Yeah. Back then, we used to start beeping ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I would. I'd make sure my beeper was working. What's going on? It's been two days. Yeah. What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, uh, it's tough on the old uh, noggin, this job, and uh, tough on the heart. The ego. Because like you said a couple of minutes ago, they come, they go. Yes. And, you know, I was telling you about Ford, and then one night I was sitting at dinner after two years of this account, and we were just eating dinner, my wife and I, and all of a sudden there was somebody else doing Ford. And I, I just went, well, there goes that one. <laughs> And yeah. they don't call and say, gee, it's been great working with you, and you never missed, and God, you were, you know. No, just new voice, and that was it. I had the it's conversation over. with the uh, high, the new higher-ups at HSN when it was the first week of January. Linda, we have to have a phone call. It was like, oh, here we go. You know, you know the writing's on the wall. <laughs> uh-huh. And you get that, you know, thanks so much for everything you've done for us. It's been a pleasure, but we're going in a different direction. And um, and you're like, okay, have a nice day. I'm going to go start drinking and start crying right. and <laughs> go through my mourning process because you have to feel the loss. You know, you have that monthly you income. Yep. And then you have to feel the fear of like, oh, my God, I'm never going to make money again. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. And it's like this roller coaster of emotions. So people, you want to do voiceovers? We're just giving it to you real. That we've yeah. had amazing success, but also we've felt the shit that also happens when you oh, don't work. Oh, boy. <laughs> when the union went on strike, I lost everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. I went from making a ton of money to absolutely nothing because I couldn't work. Wow. And that was for nine months. Oh, my God. And, you know, I went from shopping at Macy's to the secondhand store with my two kids because I was raising them all by myself. Uh. Daddy, this isn't Macy's. I know. Just don't touch anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But then I had to kind of reintroduce myself into, the, into a new world. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it's, it's still fun. It's yeah. still fun, no matter what, after all these years. And I'm, I'm going to be older soon. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't. yeah. Don't get sad. No, I get, I get all the insurance spots. <laughs> Do you need a copay for Medicare? Your voice is perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's okay. At least that. you're still getting spots. Yes. You, yes. You well, work I'm a getting lot. age spots is what I'm getting. There's one here. <laughs> There's one here. I've got two here. You work you join a lot. Them all together so looks like a what? You work a lot. I don't want to hear your. <laughs> no, your I, I, story. I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm, I am very fortunate. I am very fortunate. I just so, want people yes. to realize that when when they say that it is a journey, this truly is a journey because you never get to that point where you're like, I made it, and then that's it. It's just, it's a continual grind. You continually you have to keep making it. Yeah. And you're, because somebody is always going to be right behind you who just made it. Right. And you're not the big guy who just made it anymore. They are. So right. now you have to make it again. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's constant. But uh, yeah. And continue. But professionalism is so, so big. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, no matter what they ask, if you're in a session, just say yes. Mm-hmm. And fake your way through it. And 99 million times out of a million hundred They'll go, oh, that was great. That was better. Just just as like I said. And I'm going, I didn't do anything, but okay. Right. The same holds true with your relationship with an agent. You know, yes. the agent calls you, call back. The agent needs avails from you, promptly give those avails. Yes. Um, yeah, don't wait till the next day. Right. And you have to place such a high importance on it because then, That's as a very good point. agents have said to me, Oh, Linda, we love working with you. You're so easy to work with. And I'm like, yes. And it's just responding. Just respond. It's not that hard. No. And same thing with auditions. As soon as they come in, if I'm home, I'm in here doing them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't care what time it is. I don't care what day it is. If they send them on a Friday night at 9 o'clock, I'll get up Saturday morning and do it. Yeah. Um, Somebody, Channel Um, 7 sent me something, I don't know, 9 o'clock Friday night and said, client changed the line. Could I have it first thing Monday morning? So... I did it yesterday, so it's in their mailbox this morning. Yeah, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's <clears> just <throat> how you have to do it. I was going to say to you. Um, Want some medication? Yeah, I know. <laughs> My <laughs> mind is like all over the place. Um, the efficiency factor of, of being on top of what is asked of you, but um, it was regarding to um, auditions, I believe, because you were talking about how you turn things around really quickly. Yes. I'm trying to jog the memory. Oh, it stinks turning 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you're older than me. I don't even me. remember that. <laughs> you're older than me. 
It's like shiny thing here, and then I get distracted of something else you're saying. And I'm like, okay, there it went. I don't know what the th- the thing was. Um, oh, like oh, a matchbox car. I, I know exactly what I was going to say. Okay, what? and and I'm I'm gathering that it still happens with some agents, but some agents limit the people that they submit. So exactly, if you're getting called, chances are you're in that top ten, top five. Um, so because then they compile a reel, casting directors do the same thing. They compile this reel all nice and neat for their clients, or in this case, what, however they organize it for their client to listen to easily. So right. if you get called for an audition, A, your agent really believes in you, <laughs> because, yeah. and B, it's not like they're calling 500 people, you know, so you have to keep that into consideration. You know, I, I had gotten notices from my New York agent. Sometimes they'd email me something and it would say, only send us your top five female talent. And I'd be like, oh, right. cool. I'm in the top five. So that you have to take into consideration once you get an agent. Yep. Yep. That happened to me once, but I came in sixth. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it was just, I was, that was a bad day. It was a yeah, bad day. but on voices.com, yeah. <laughs> you said whenever you'd come in sixth, you would book the job. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I can't ever figure anything out anymore. I just Not first. Go with the flow. <laughs> no. Not no. second. Half the time you book the job and then you get there and they don't want the read you gave them for the audition anyway. So. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell All you, right. casting is can be so errant. So I have a client that had sent over a medical type of narration. And <clears throat> I read for it. JJ yes. read for it. Yes. And neither one of us was um, selected. And so the uh, the client asked me and she said, you know, could you reach out to a few more of your friends? So because I have some students, we all have students, I thought of a few that have really like they've got some natural ability and they've worked really hard. And so I submitted one of my students, Lisa, another one, Ryan. I submitted Dave um, and a few other people. And they wound up picking Lisa. And Lisa is a middle-aged black woman. And it was completely, the read was completely different from what you and I had initially been told to do. Right. Because the client changed their mind midway. And then, exactly. then this production company had to reshoot and reimagine the video itself. Right. Um, Cost them a fortune, I'll bet. Yeah. And they were like, hey you know just send us who you think and it turned out to be lisa's gig so friday night because she doesn't have a, even have a studio yet she came here from her from her first job we were here till seven o'clock recording her first ever voiceover job and it was so exciting cool. for her so remember that when me. you take classes and come to workouts if we like you and get asked for somebody <laughs> yes. hmm, you might get recommended exactly i may submit yes. you jj may submit you yeah um and she yes. booked her first job and she was awesome. floating as she was walking out she was she says to me well um so next week you'll get an answer on it i go no honey you're getting paid this is it yeah. she's like really and i said yes congratulations yes. you have yes. your first voiceover job you did a 15 dollar voiceover <laughs> no i'm no, kidding I i'm kidding a little joke <laughs> Fifteener.com. Fifteener.com. Okay. That's all right. I'm going to one-up that company, and I'm going to go four 4.95.com. There you go. You get the point nine five. I get four. We're all good to go. Well, JJ, as 16, always, though. a pleasure. Yes. Thank you, she said, hinting to JJ that we're done. Um, good, because i got to go tinkle anyway. Yes, yeah, so do I. Um, what a coincidence. That was a good conversation. 
Yeah, um, some important yeah. some important things we wanted to relay. Yeah. And hopefully yep. we'll see everybody at a workout. Um, this will probably air after our last workout in December, but January we will have our dates posted. Join us, please, because we have a great time. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's a real fun learning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we have class this Wednesday, or no, last Wednesday, <laughs> because this will air after. Yeah, this will air next week, which is so you'll be saying it was last Wednesday. Last okay. Wednesday's There's class time- was great. <laughs> There's a time travel meeting coming up. It's last Thursday, so I'll meet you there. <laughs> we will have workouts in January. Just um, if you have any questions, anything that you anything you want to talk about for the podcast, you can email us at info at voiceover.guru or linda at voiceover.guru. Review us. We've been getting some nice reviews. We love that. Yes, and I love personal questions, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Ask away for JJ, but thank Sorry. you so much for joining us. This is the Voiceover Gurus podcast. Thank you, JJ. Thank you, Linda. Ta-da. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye.